was listening to a um, message the other morning while I was getting ready for work. And it prompted my thoughts about this future episode. And I will link the message in the show notes so you can go listen for yourself and see how it applies to your specific journey. But man, oh man. And you guys know I talk about The Chosen all the time. Well, this message ended up being one of my favorite episodes too on The Chosen. And it's about the woman at the well. And we're going to talk about how bouncing from diet to diet isn't going to solve your emotional eating. So I'll link everything in the show notes. If you've already downloaded the Chosen app and you're already a fan of the Chosen, it's season one, episode eight. But before we do that, if you haven't left a review or told me what you think of the show, please go take 30 seconds, leave a five-star rating and review because this helps get this podcast in front of other people. And it also helps me know what you need to hear, what you want to hear. And this is my way of paying this knowledge forward. So I want to know what you need. If you've already left a review, it's okay. Just leave another. You'll see your old one, but just override it and leave a fresh one. And that way I'll know what you're lacking, what you're not lacking, what you want to hear, what topics you want me to recover, what resonated with you. So it's very helpful, very uh, nice place to give me feedback about the show. So let's jump into this episode because I hope it's going to help serve you and um, be a resource that you can use um, for future instances in your life while also maybe dealing with the one that you're in. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. If you guys haven't gone to listen to my personal journey and story of emotional eating, You might want to head back to the first one to three episodes and you'll hear my personal experience and how I ended up figuring out what emotional eating was, binge eating, all the things. So if you have listened to the prior episodes, you'll know that I bounced through diets with no avail. I mean, I tried everything and finally landed on something that met me where I was and was sustainable for life. I mean, obviously that's not a diet, right? A diet is something we think of that's like, very restrictive, very temporary, something that we just kind of, you know, grind through and hope to see positive results at the end. But I mean, is that really how we want to live our life, just bouncing from diet to diet? So for me, finding a sustainable way of eating was step number one of my healing journey. But still then, it wasn't enough because it was not a surface level problem. Okay, guys, listen to me here. Someone telling me what I should and shouldn't eat was not enough. My problem wasn't knowing what I needed to not eat. I clearly knew, just like you do, vegetables are probably better than pizza. They're probably better than tacos. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So my problem was not surface level. It was not knowledge level, right? It was not, it was not theoretical level. It was deep. And if you listen to the message that I'm linking in the show notes, you will hear that pastor talk about it's deeper than you think. My problem was deeper than I thought. And as a natural human tendency, 
We try to fix our problems where we see them, right? And I was trying to fix my nutrition because I thought that that's where my only problem was. But in reality, my problem was much deeper with my eating. My struggle with binge eating was actually an emotional issue, a spiritual issue. And as a Christian, I needed to start practicing taking my emotions to my great counselor instead of thinking that another diet was going to fix it. Another diet doesn't sustain us. Right? Let me repeat that. As a Christian, I needed to start practicing taking my emotions to my great counselor instead of another diet that did not sustain. I've said this before. We cannot fix an emotional and spiritual issue with only a physical solution. My problems were not just that I didn't know what to eat, right? I've, I've just said that. So I couldn't just fix it with another diet. I couldn't just fix it with more knowledge. I couldn't just fix it with just saying, I'm going to eat better now. Okay, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't my journey. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are probably you can relate to that, right? Pe- plenty of people can give diet advice, can give nutrition advice, can give all that. But I mean, I remember when I worked in corporate life, we had, like I say corporate life, I worked in a corporate office. Um, we actually got part of our health insurance paid for by this program. And the healthier, healthier you were, the less you paid for your medical insurance. And some of my friends were super healthy and they even got paid to be healthy. They were so healthy. Okay. But I remember telling that lady that was in charge of the program, I said, it's not that I don't know what to eat. She wanted to put me with a nutritionist. And I had had by that time developed um, a lot of knowledge of what I should and should not be eating. And probably more than the lady sitting in front of me, not the nutritionist, but the lady that was running this program. And I told her, I was like, it's not, I know what to eat. I know what not to eat. It's that I'm not doing it. And it's not even to the point of self-control or self-discipline. I got through college. I, you know, worked really hard. Like I, I know where in my life I have been very self-disciplined, but it was this area that I could not figure out until I did, right? Um, and to give a little perspective about where I was you know, say, you know, I was just saying that I had an emotional and spiritual issue. To give that perspective, I wasn't that deep with Jesus yet. I was what I call like a baby Christian. I have been a Christian and have known God since I was little. Okay, but our faith relationship has depths to it. And I was still in the baby Christian phase, I would say. I didn't understand that as a Christian, I operate from that as my home base, Right. So I, I operate um, from, a, from a Christian base. I need to go to my, my father for my emotional issues, and I wasn't doing that. Um, Christianity is not just for when things are going bad in my life, right? Um, it's not just for when things are going good in my life, but it's my, my operation. It's my HQ. That's where, I, that's where I operate from. And when the enemy was against me and I finally figured out that my issue was emotional and spiritual and not physical, when I got that straight in my head, that's when I started realizing, okay, wait a minute, I've got to fight this fight differently. I can't just use a diet to fight because that's not going to work. And I didn't understand that 
I didn't understand that for a long time. So give yourself some grace. If this is your first time hearing that, let it sink in. Give yourself some grace. Um, When I first realized that, it was because I was reading um, a couple of books at the time. Um, One was the book Full, and I typically try to link this book. Um, I've got it right here. Let me see if I can find it. Full, Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. And then the other book I've got... um, is Food Triggers by Dr. Rona Epstein. So I'll try to link those if I don't forget. (laughs) But when I realized that what I was battling um, and what I had done to myself and the fact that I was running to something that wasn't going to ever sustain me and I was doing it over and over and over for years, that's when I started waking up and realizing that I had to shift. I had to change. I feel like God had opened my eyes that I was chasing food and not him. And when I realized that, I broke. I mean, I remember texting my dad just saying like, what a revelation this has been. Like, I didn't realize that food addiction was a thing and that, um, you know, I'd I'd grown up listening about uh, people struggling with alcohol and then finding Jesus and have this amazing testimony. I didn't relate that it could be the same way for food, right? Um, So... Maybe you are right now where I was then. Maybe you are um, still operating in that baby Christian spot. That's okay. You don't have to be an expert. Every relationship with Christ is an individual one. And I am not here to judge. I'm here to encourage and to tell you that me too. We all are at a baby Christian spot at some point in our journey, right? Um, And maybe you're not a Christian at all. Okay, maybe you're like, Hannah, What in the world? I did not click on this podcast to think that um, I was going to get preached to. Well, here's the thing. I'm not in the business of preaching. (laughs) I am in the business of encouraging. And I'm just simply sharing what has worked for me. And I think if you are not a Christian, I believe you can still get something out of this at any stage of your journey um, in your spirituality. Because even if you can't relate to this yet on a spiritual aspect, you can still relate to the fact that Maybe you're taking your emotions to food when you should be handling your emotions differently. Okay, so let's break this down. You've tried to get control of overeating. Yes, maybe you're binge eating, maybe you're closet eating, whatever it might be. But you've tried everything physically to solve it. Another diet, another challenge, another detox, another plan, another, 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 right? But you're trying to fix an emotional and spiritual problem with a physical solution by hopping diet to diet. And I've talked about this in other episodes. You need an an emotional and spiritual solution to start from to fix this, not another physical solution. Okay. You've got to find something that is sustainable. I just said it a few minutes ago. You got to find something that you can do for life, but hopping isn't going to get you anywhere. Um, Eliminating entire food groups is not going to get you anywhere. It's got to be sustainable for life. Okay. I do think that you have to have some sort of physical um, plan that is beneficial. And if you are a part of my client community, you know that I give you and I follow in the same respect, the same plan and it's sustainable for life. It factors in holidays and birthdays and balanced eating and it's the bomb. And I'm so thankful that I stumbled upon it and I don't think it's by chance. I do think that that's like step one of God showing me where I needed to go. So um, in the message that I have linked inside the show notes, 
Um, And I don't want to repeat everything that he said. He talked about the woman at the well. And if you don't know that story, I'm going to try to give you a super condensed version. I highly encourage you to go read it for yourself, um, as well as some other um, supportive material that I'm going to give you. So the condensed version is Jesus is on the road to Galilee, I believe, um, but chose to go through Samaria to get to Galilee. And typically Jews did not go through this area because for the lack of like a better word or time or full knowledge of the subject, right? I'm giving you what I know. Um, There was beef in between the Sumerians and the Jewish people. And so, um, but Jesus chose to go through Samaria. And if you watch The Chosen, like I said earlier, this is um, season one, episode eight. You'll see um, the disciples like kind of panic, like, why are we going through Samaria, you know, to to get to where we're going, right? I mean, they just kind of freak out um, because they believe they shouldn't go through Samaria. They shouldn't associate with those people. Um, but Jesus knew what he was doing, right? And um, this woman, the lady at the well, the woman at the well, had gone from husband to husband to husband. And by now she knew that she was, what she was longing for wasn't another husband, To put it into an emotional eating context, we know we long for food to comfort us and to make us feel something, whether that be in a mood of celebration, worry, anxiety, stress, whatever, except it never sustains us. It's never enough. We are always back for more. And I'm not talking about physical hunger. I'm talking about we are always back for more um, emotional filling, right? We're always back to... Even the daily stressors of life, we're always back to like drowning ourselves in more tacos and your elbow in the Dorito bag, right? It's never enough. And the same goes for the woman at the well. And just like her, we carry shame around with us about what we eat. Just like she was carrying shame around what her actions were in the past, bouncing from husband to husband. We hide our food. We closet eat. And I had a lady tell me and email me um, that she would throw her fast food bag away before she got home so her family wouldn't know what she was eating. And and that's that shame that we can carry just like this woman at the well did. But back to the story, Jesus ends up asking her for a drink of water and she is immediately defensive, right? She basically tells him like, well, where's your bucket to get your water? Why are you asking me, a Samaritan? right? You're Jewish. I thought you weren't supposed to associate with us. She gets defensive. And has anyone ever asked you about what you're eating and you've become defensive? I know I literally did that to Jake the other day. He was like, oh, you were hungry, huh? And I was like, what's it to you? Like I was just immediately defensive. But that is that deep shame that we can carry around sometimes about what we're eating because maybe we know what we're doing. I think a lot of times we operate out of um, habit, But I think a lot of times we know what we're doing and we're just trying to skirt by. Maybe nobody will notice, right? Um, So Jesus begins to tell her that if she knew of the water that he gave, and he refers to it as living water, she wouldn't thirst for the water that she has. And obviously this is symbolic, right? There is physical thirst that as humans, we, we have to have water, right? But what he was meaning And he has this beautiful way of meeting people literally where they are. 
In the story, it talks about that she was going to get her water. She was going to fetch her water in the middle of the day at noontime. It was hot, right? She couldn't go with the other women in the cool of the morning because she had so much shame. Okay? And and so she needed to go at the middle of the day in the blistering heat. And so she knew that she was thirsty, right, physically, and he needed to make that example. And he has this beautiful way of doing that over and over. It's not just this instance. But what he was saying is that if if she knew what sustenance he was able to provide, she wouldn't be bouncing from man to man. In the context of emotional eating, if we could grab a hold of the sustenance that he gives us, we wouldn't be bouncing from binge to binge. I mean, isn't that incredible? That's basically what he told me um, when I was when I was in my pit of despair and I really started this journey. If you only knew the comfort I provide, you wouldn't be bouncing from food to food, from binge to binge. You wouldn't be looking for your next meal to give you this comfort if you knew the comfort I provided. And he refers in the story to it as living water, right? If, if she could get a taste of his living water, she wouldn't need that other water. And he goes on to tell her about her, her current situation from husband to husband. And she ends up believing that he is who he says he is because he rattles off her life story and, and where she's currently at. And... Jesus has this beautiful way of like speaking your language because this is a personal relationship. He is all-knowing, right? He does the same for me and you. And instead of us needing another taco, another slice of pizza, another bowl of pasta, more, 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 what we actually need is to be fed by the Father and the comfort that He brings. And I, again, am not talking about physical hunger. I'm talking about that emotional and spiritual hunger that we crave, that we think shoving another... Um, serving of food is going to fill that spiritual emptiness that we have, right? It, physical food was never meant to fill spiritual emptiness. Only our Father can provide that. Only He can provide, let's call it, living bread, right? Living food. And when we are allowing the temptation of food to taunt us away from spending time with our Father, That's the enemy creating this false scenario that food is what will help console us. It's a lie. It's a trap. The enemy will use anything to steal, kill, and destroy your life. And I've said this before. I am not preaching from a pedestal. Everything that I say to you guys in this podcast is what I need to rehear. Good thing I'm an external processor and I... It is beneficial for me to hear what I am saying out loud. That's how I process, right? So hopefully this is helping you and it's pretty therapeutic for me. Um, but I, I, I want y'all to understand that when you are being tempted by those food temptations, because they will come, know that it is a trap. Stop, pause, identify, pray, figure out Is it physical hunger? Am I needing fuel for my body? Or is it emotional hunger? 
Is it, is it spiritual hunger? Do I need to sit with Jesus right now? And I've got something that'll help you with that. Um, episode 10, um, anytime you are in the heat of the moment and you need to sit with Jesus, I tried to make episode 10 almost like a 10-minute meditation that you can spend time with Jesus and talk to him about what's going on um, in your daily life. I like to re-listen to it. Whenever I'm struggling, I pop my headphones in and just feel like I can escape the temptation and just sit with him. Again, this is a um, personal relationship with God, right? You do it how you do it. It's different for all of us, um, but I just hope that that's something that helps you. So I know that this is just a small taste of what I really wanted to get across, but guess what, guys? You have homework. So your homework is to download the Chosen app on your phone. It's totally free. You don't even have to put in your email address, guys. It's not a trap. It's free. It is crowdfunded. You don't have to do anything. You literally just have to download it onto your phone. Or you can go watch it on YouTube. Or you can go watch it on thechosen.com or chosentv.com, something like that. It's out there for free. I would strongly encourage you to watch the entirety of season one and two of The Chosen. But if nothing else, watch season one, episode eight where Jesus meets the woman at the well. And then listen to the message I have linked for you um, that I've referenced in the show notes. This simple episode does not do this topic justice. This podcast, this episode is meant to be a taste of something deeper that you are meant to discover in your relationship with your father. And you didn't land on this episode by choice. I believe God is at a greater work than even I can see. And I simply show up here And share what has helped me in my journey and hope that he takes this message and takes it on to you and you are able to be transformed by him, not me. This is simply me sharing what has helped me. That's it. I I give credit where credit is due and all the credit is to my father. I'm telling you that I would not be where I'm at today in my journey had it not been for him. And I think um, the number one thing that's being missed out... um, in uh, the world of health and fitness and nutrition is is this. I believe that we are trying to fill, so many people are trying to fill um, emotional and spiritual hunger with other things, not just food, right? Drugs, alcohol, anything that can be abused, right? Even healthy things can be abused. Working out too much to the point of you're ignoring um, your relationship with God because you're at the gym, Right, like I'm anything, anything, shopping, um, gossip, anything can be used and abused to the point of where it's creating a divide between you and your father. This podcast is simply just to highlight um, my journey with emotional eating and um, how I have come to start healing from it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I say this almost every episode. I am not perfect. I need to hear what I am saying. This is never from a pedestal, only to encourage. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I have loved sharing it. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Hannah Dickey Bryson. Check out our free Facebook community linked in the show notes. And please, I beg of you, go do your homework. This episode will mean so much more if you go do those other two pieces, which is to download the Chosen app, watch that episode, and then to also watch um, the message Um, that I have linked. So if this episode has blessed you, please leave a five-star review and rating. This allows more people to get their hands on this episode and hopefully bless their lives as well. My email inbox is always open at past 
theplatepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you're feeling. Tell me if this episode resonated with you. Tell me about your problems. I don't care. I love hearing from you guys. When I see an email pop up in my inbox, I'm ecstatic. I try to respond to all of them. If I haven't got back to you, I'm coming for you. If I haven't received it or if I haven't responded and it's been a while, send that puppy again. I want to hear from you guys. Um, It blesses me knowing that what I'm doing behind this mic is serving someone else and is helping you grow closer in your relationship with your father. That just lights me up, man. So I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me though so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.